Today, <clears throat> one, we, I apologize in advance that the audio is so terrible. That being said, kind of here today. Uh, sorry the lighting is so bad, it's kind of late in the day, but we're here, we made it. Hopefully next week, the audio and the visuals will be significantly better once we get some lighting. But um, today, me and Sam actually have something awesome and exciting to well, talk about. Well, before that, let me just say hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Chris Williams Show this with your host, Samuel Herr. Again, we've already covered this. It's not the Chris Williams show, but um, but, but hello, I am the host. Hello, if, you, if, if, if this is not the first time you're here, wow, I'm incredibly impressed that you decided to come back. Um, if it is your first if time, if it's here, your first time, I'm incredibly surprised you're able to find this clip. Exactly. Honestly, if like, you, if you how wanna, the fuck does the algorithm even work? I'm saying it's gonna be a fun conversation, but if you want to leave, honestly, I'm glad you made it here in the first and place. And honestly, can, when we say it it's like a fun conversation, it can. It probably is a fun conversation to us, but there's probably like 50 podcasts just like just like this conversation. Exactly. Exactly. So like, 100%. you know, but, but this like, is more than a podcast yeah, I mean, because but, we are more than podcasters. We are people. <laughs> Wait, no. Other, Wait, other no, podcasters, podcasters aren't people? people. Like, what are they fucking aliens? Well, I guess I guess we got to quit. That's it. Bye. <laughs> um, but no, anyways, for real, for real, for real. Today. Um, hello. Welcome. And today we actually wanted to talk about our experiences with dating apps. Um, as we get older, as we, you know, we're hitting, I'm 25, Sam is 24. Um, it 24, becomes... fuck. Yeah. Um, I keep on forgetting my age. As, this is uh, so weird. As we've noticed, what's a particularly interesting circumstance for us is that we technically still live in the same like town where we lived when we were in college. Mm-hmm. And it's put us in a really interesting circumstance because... We feel like we're getting older, um, whereas the rest of the population kind of stays the same age, which is an interesting circumstance on its own. But additionally, um, it just becomes harder to meet people organically when you're not in school or any like centralized location. Sam works in an office, so he has at least opportunity to meet newer people on a regularized yeah, basis. Yeah, but then like everyone that I meet is like, most of them are significantly older than me, mm. have like kids already yeah. married or like you know you're not trying to hook up with a mom dude <laughs> i don't know about that dude dude adopt a kid adopt a kid that's adopt not your a own kid. kid like honestly i would not be opposed all these kids need love that, all of them need love you know i honestly like that's the truth with kids though like i wouldn't mind having a kid i just would like to be more financially stable yeah the weirdest thing about kids though is that like recently i know for people who know me Mm-hmm. They know that I've been saying this for the longest time, which is I do not want a daughter. That's what I've been like saying since, you know, ever since I was like 16 or 17. Like, you know, the thought of the pop, whenever like it pe- just became possible to have a kid, I was like, I do not want a daughter. And recently, as of the last few months, I'm like starting to change on that. I'm like, you know, you know, it would be fucking dope to have a daughter. And it all started from one clip. And you know what clip this is. Yeah, yeah. It was a clip where it showed a second of a little girl every day until she turned 18. And it was just so beautiful. And when I saw that clip and I saw all the ups and downs, I was like, I would really love and I would really cherish those moments with my daughter. And like, ultimately... And this, I guess, is, like, a little selfish. Like, ultimately, what made me change my mind why I kind of wanted having a daughter now is, like, I saw in that clip, I saw that the girl, there'll be days when she's, like, down, broken, or hurt. And I just thought, like, how beautiful would it be if I were to have a daughter of my own? Yeah. And I could be the one to, like, 
make that day okay again or good again like i could do something for my daughter who i cherish mm-hmm. and then sorry and through <laughs> that like and through i don't know what the fuck whatever me doing i can make her smile and stop crying like i just think that would be one of the most beautiful moments in the world no i agree i agree wholeheartedly um i also just realized that you're wearing a white shirt again god damn it oh um, boy, you're supposed to remind me you know how so fucking forgetful can I you am. do me a favor and go change your shirt yeah really i'll quick? change my shirt right now. <laughs> thank you thank you thank you uh, remember <laughs> be careful with your chair okay. um but okay yes anyways we got off on a tangent sorry quite yet again but we're here to talk about dating apps and our experience with dating apps um so i mean i have a bit longer history i guess um just because i get really thirsty to meet people all the time but at the same time i don't know if i necessarily at least at this point that i started experimenting in the first place i guess i don't feel as though i was confident enough to try to meet people organically um and that was a limiting factor so one of the things that i can say definitively is interesting or is kind of nice about dating apps is the fact that it removes the necessity for you to approach somebody which can be good but also can be bad um just because there's a lower level of accountability and i mean i feel like a lot of people say this but you'll waste a lot of time on, or you could potentially waste a lot of time on dating apps because since there isn't that level of accountability, um, nobody really has to follow through on anything and so on and so forth. And at the same time, I've also tried like multiple different apps just because, you know, I grew up in the time of dating apps and there was an opportunity to explore. And I think each, each app also has, especially here in particular, and we'll kind of break down what that means, but I think each app has its different, a, different, a very, very different connotation as like the use case of the app um so sam actually has an interesting story for us about something kind of recent or sam has more had more recent experiences well yeah also like the thing with me if you know me you know this dating apps are not my forte mainly because are there any ones i feel like yes there are some people like you know you know like how back in the day like there were those memes about people who were like Oh, when you talk to them online, you guys go on and on. But when you meet up in real life, yeah. it's like kind of those people, they fucking thrive in dating apps, I feel. True. Yeah, people do get catfished via dating apps mm-hmm. literally every day. But for me, like, I absolutely hate texting. Mm-hmm. I can't carry a conversation through it. I'm so very dry. And like, no matter how much I try to change the way I converse with people, try to make it a little bit more energetic, I I always ends up feeling a little bland. For me whenever i text it's always because i'm always like kind of straight to the point and it always seems like a little heartless a little without any emotion which makes it hard to carry travel like when i say travel like keep the conversation going and things like that so what recently happened to me was um wait actually before you continue uh-huh. um i think that's an interesting point alone is um the necessity of what your communication style looks like because i think that can play like a really big part in your mm-hmm. success and or failure Um, which is fascinating because I would say like it's a gift and a curse whereas Sam like doesn't care really how he comes through he's using texting and um, like any kind of text-based information solely to communicate information (laughs) it's not it's not for the the breath or the beauty of the experience it's rather like I guess this is how I have to talk to you (laughs) and so since this is the only means like what do you need here here's my response yeah usually when I text it's like to communicate 
time and place all right and then after that i just don't speak to you or yeah. don't even contact you until i see you at that time and place this is true conversely for myself i wouldn't say that like i hate texting but i have difficulty with texting because for a couple of reasons one um i i like to manage very very much so what somebody's experience with me is like i think i think i take pride in the the fact that I feel like I'm a pretty fun guy, and I feel like when people are around me and with me, they have a pretty fun time. And a lot of that comes from the fact that I try to be like really uh, energetic, really optimistic most of the time, and make whatever circumstance I'm a part of as like fun and as entertaining as possible. And I want to do the same thing through text. So if someone texts me, I want to be just as enthusiastic, just as fun, just as engaging as I am in person. And so in my mind, I'll do like a mental like a mental calculation when I receive a text because it becomes like it first if I even see the text um, but when I see it I'm like okay like I definitely I want to reply to this I absolutely want to say something back to this but do I have all the time and energy that I would need to do so right in this exact moment and most of the time the answer is no which unfortunately ends up with me forgetting about the text completely most of the time and never replying or by the time I reply so much time has passed that my response only really con con consists of an apology for taking so long and whatever the question was that the conversation could have been about kind of dies a little bit and it sucks and I hate that I do that um, I'm trying to get better at it I literally bought a bluetooth keyboard um, so that I could type out like text messages on my phone rather than having to like use my phone keyboard because that will make that will hopefully help me be able to maintain the kind of experience fuck <laughs> hopefully that'll be able to make me help me maintain the kind of experience that people have with me via text but also encourage me um to actually execute and reply to text messages <laughs> which i have a big problem doing but that being said sorry what was your circumstance oh also oh well, okay yeah also here's another thing when it comes to me using dating apps since i'm so bad at texting my go-to move is start a conversation immediately like after one or two texts i immediately be like hey let's meet up in real life because i'm trying to like not i'm trying to like hide the fact that i'm an awkward texter and i'm hoping that like them by them meeting me in person i can make up for that and they know who i truly am mm -hmm. so that like when they start reading my messages in the future they can just hear it in my voice Definitely. and that's like one way i'm trying to overcome yeah. my shortcomings i i hear that's like a strategy too uh -huh. like some people are like hey like well the, the the what you should try to do most quickly is get off of the dating app whatever mm -hmm. that means so like if you can get like a some other way to communicate like an instagram or a snapchat or their phone number if they're open to it um that's the best thing as far as as soon as yeah, possible but then like, and the next thing is like trying to meet them in real life but for me like the next the next stage of like snapchat text or whatever means absolutely nothing to yeah, me because it's, it's just as bad it still goes nowhere yeah again. because like i get i will get to that page and i'm still like i don't give a fuck about your snapchat or your instagram yeah i just want to meet you in real life yeah this is true this so, is true like what ended up happening was i was supposed to go on a date i guess it's not i don't i don't know it's i guess dirt mm -hmm. but you know it's more like hey be matched let's meet up in real life kind of thing it's, mm -hmm. it's like i guess you know that kind of thing um but like when it came to the day to do that the the person i was messaging was like you know i feel like i don't know if i like i don't know if today like if if i actually want to do this because i feel like i don't really know you still we haven't like really communicated that much mm -hmm. like we didn't really get to know each other mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm gonna have a i don't know if we're gonna have a good time i don't know if it's gonna be awkward and in my head i'm just like 
okay, I can see it, but like, it's like, you're not going to get to know me through this app, through yeah. messaging. Unfortunately, you just aren't. I'm <laughs> not going to like, I just can't message people personal shit like that. I have to be with you face to face, looking at you in your fucking eye mm-hmm. and have to have that connection <laughs> with you, you know, and then like, you know. Interesting. Oh, that's just me. No, I feel you 100%. And I think that's that's part of it too. Like I, dating apps have very much so are catered toward uh, our generation and, and the age of social media. And that's the reason why you can like connect your Snapchat and your fucking mm-hmm. uh, Spotify and your fucking Instagram to like all your dating profiles because they understand like this is, this is honestly just, I mean, I think it is used. Yeah, like it, they are forms of just social networking as well. That's why Bumble has like bumble bff so you can literally just find friends if you wanted to Mm -hmm. which i think is interesting considering like the whole platform is based upon like initial attraction Mm -hmm. or like aesthetic appearance so like i don't know if i would criticize somebody for like looking for friends that were only attractive no that doesn't seem the worst thing ever but it's it's just interesting it seems i don't know i would kind of have an issue with that because it's a little shallow like it yeah it kind of is i mean at the same time though at the same time though if it's you're be you could potentially be being just as selective as you would be in person just via this app. For example, somebody comes up to you on a bus stop and they're trying to talk to you, and you know just just have a conversation, um, and you didn't particularly think they're attractive or get like a good vibe from them from the get go, and you're like more likely to be like, oh no, I'm okay. But well, if like, you were in person, someone like that you thought was also attractive and you got a good vibe from them, you'd be like, okay, yeah, and you'd entertain the conversation. So I feel like it's kind of the same. Sort no, of? but that's true. But I feel like most times, other than us, like, uh-huh. I, you know, I think we're fucking, we're apparently we're weird and we don't really follow social norms. Yeah. But I feel like when most people approach other people in public or like meet people in public that they don't know, a lot of it is because they're trying to like date them, see them, or mm-hmm. like, you know, or at least hook up with them or like yeah. something that's more than just normal friend stuff. Yeah. So like in that case, it makes sense to do it by looks because if they're like, oh, if you're approaching me and you're friendly and like you're the opposite sex, same sex, or like, you know, who knows nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, there's a good chance that they're hitting on you, right? Mm-hmm. If it's just out of the blue, if it's on a bus stop, you know, like a guy sees you, or a girl sees you across and they approach you. I mean, I feel like eight or nine times out of ten, it's, you know, chances are they might be trying to hit on you. Like, with, this is, like, not us specifically, but, like, you know, just, like, if a random person was to approach another random person, I'm just saying the chances are pretty high that they're just approaching them to hit on them. See, I I see what you're saying, but I feel like that assumption is also part I'm not, of like, I'm not saying, well, I guess it's kind of an assumption, but I'm just saying statistically that's what it is even so like even even though it might be like a, a generalization based in like truth mm-hmm. i feel like the idea that people only want to speak to us if they're trying to like hit on us or like bang us or or not simply just be friends with us granted as 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 many people as i know have that experience and that experience is justified by like their lives and the circumstances they've been in i feel like that kind of expectation or ideation from the get-go lends to like a lot of difficulty like, I, I feel I, like at the same time, you know, the difficulty is contributed to by, like, those who execute it. Yeah. It's kind of like, it makes me feel like, um, I've been listening to this podcast called Call Her Daddy, mm-hmm. and it's these two, it's a great podcast, shout out, if, uh, somehow, if they were ever to see this, <laughs> I, uh, love your podcast, but, um, it's really interesting, um, for a couple of ways, in, in a couple of ways, it's these two girls, Alex and Sophia, 
Um, but they have such an interest. They talk about their sex lives and their experiences and so on and so forth in a really um, candid way, to say the very least. And it's super entertaining. But at the same time, they're explaining an experience that I don't necessarily think I relate to. Um, because it's very, I feel like they very much so like play the game of dating and not to say that like everyone's not playing a form of the game, but I feel like they're playing like one of like the most like gamey game versions. Like the stereotypical game that everyone, where, everyone thinks of playing the game, they're doing it. Like what they portray in movies where they have like all those multiple pieces and all the mind games that's going on. They're in that. Exactly. Exactly. So it's so fascinating to think about, um, the fact that we have this very different experience, but at the same time, you know, these apps are being used in a significantly different way um, than, than we are utilizing them for. But I think that also colors, like, kind of the experience that we've had or mm-hmm. um, is a reflection kind of of what we're looking for or mm-hmm. what we, we have looked for in the past, I guess, maybe, um, which is, like, really strange but also, like, really cool at the same time. But it just makes it difficult to to gauge like everyone's having a different experience and like do you utilize like your the expectation of that app in the area or do you use it for what you want to use it for um and but even then if you and the person you're matching with you're talking to are not on the same page then what's the point at the end of the day you know Mm -hmm. so if if you're looking for love on tinder and somebody's just looking to bang Mm -hmm. um should you carry carry yourself as though you're looking for love or because you know that they're more likely to be looking to bang, should you carry yourself that way and then surprise them <laughs> once they meet you and they're, they're like, hey, they hang out with you and they're like, we're about to fuck. And you're like, no, nah, I just wanted to cuddle though. Aww, you know? But the thing is like, what's the, what's, what, what's the point that of subverting their... catfish? Nah. <laughs> but what's the point of subverting their expectations through a dating app? Like, isn't it just easier to just like cut? Isn't that the whole point of this you don't know me. I don't know you. So from the get-go, we can just be honest of what we want and our expectations of it. And we don't have to go through all that trial phase of like, what are you looking for? What am I looking for? And like, do that. But like, yeah, you let's know, just meet. Let's yeah, just, yeah, let's just meet. Let's talk We're transparent. Out. We can do this. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's one of the benefits of it. I think so too. And I think that that experience also is probably an experience that's more common outside of somewhere like where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would say the dating apps in this area for the most part. Well, um, with other, our age. Depending on what they are. Yeah, with our age. Like Tinder and Bumble, I think, are definitely for... Are, they're just... Well, they're Tinder just to, is definitely They're just up. to play around. Yeah, like you, the people you meet on Tinder most of the time... Um, I feel are, like Bumble's less like, playing around. You're gonna bang them, or you're trying to bang them, or like banging them is like a very high priority goal. Um, Bumble is. I feel like Bumble tries to flip it on its head by like making women make the first move, but I don't know how successful that is in my personal experience with it, or my the experiences I hear about mm-hmm. from people like a Danielle. Um, but. And so, but I feel like the way she utilizes it or the experiences that she's told me are a lot more common than the experience I have. And then you have something like Hinge. And I think Hinge is awesome. I think Hinge is super, super cool. And a fun fact, Pete Buttigieg met um, his current husband, Justin, on Hinge. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think Hinge is interesting just because it, it, I think, encourages a lot more uh, communication and conversation building. In, in such a way that doesn't feel like forced. Uh, at the same time, there are definitely people who use Hinge as if it's like a Tinder or a Bumble. But I think that those people don't go very far. And I would say like in the experiences I've had, they've been like the, like I've had the most 
the most, I guess, I think maybe the most experience, the most positive experiences on Hinge. Like out of the number of people you match with, like there's a good amount that uh, you you actually have a conversation with or that you'll actually converse with. Even if it's only one reply, that's significantly more than something like a Bumble or a Tinder, which is really fascinating. See, with me, not like, no, I did not. Like, I've had okay experiences, but, like, not good ones. Also, especially since it's, like, since you meet them online, your first, like, basic contact is through this, like, internet realm or, like, mm-hmm. your social media. Mm-hmm. Like, the expectation is you're going to continuously contact them that way. And that, like, meeting up with them face-to-face is a lot more, like, you know, it's kind of, like, more of an effort i feel to mm-hmm. get them to consistently meet up with them face to face because it's like not as much in their expectation because i feel like when they think oh we're meeting face to face with anyone that you match up with like online mm-hmm. it's now like more important than just meeting up with a friend or just meeting up with someone since it automatically becomes a date so it gets harder to do that and mm-hmm. for me i just thrive on face to face contact yeah so i don't know i'm like I've been trying it out and a lot of people and like I've actually tried and given I feel like a good amount of effort on it on my part. Mm-hmm. I have tried to go on dates and I have, which is way more before. I've been talking to a lot more people. I've been trying to hold conversations. But you know, after giving it my serious effort, I just I still don't know if it's for me. Mm-hmm. It is a great way to meet a lot of people. But for me, I just think what's the point of meeting a lot of people if I can't? hold a conversation with them if i can act make like form an actual relationship with them or a bond so that that's just where i'm at i'm just trying yeah. to figure this shit out interesting interesting indeed i feel like i don't even know <laughs> we had the point to talk about dating apps and i think <laughs> we did that but we didn't talk about anything in particular <laughs> if that makes sense like i'm trying to think about like what i could use like a closing statement um and there's nothing um but that being said I think maybe that's part of the the lesson, you know, the experience is like so subjective across mm-hmm. like so many different things. And depending on what you want and what you're looking for, you can mm-hmm. you can utilize these things to, to accomplish those goals. But at the same time, I guess, like, don't be upset if you're not able to accomplish those goals. I've had fun experiences on all three. You know, I've met people uh-huh. from from Tinder that are really, really cool uh-huh. um, or people from Bumble that are really cool or Hinge that are really, really cool. So the potential is there for everything. Actually, I have a question. Yes. Because, like, there is another fact. Well, like, for me... Okay, okay, I have a question. Is your experience using dating apps different when you're using it, but you have a crush on someone that you know in your life, and when you don't have a crush? Does that affect your experience? That's actually a great point, and that's a totally secondary part about dating apps that's really important to talk about, actually, is the utility of dating apps outside of trying to date. And I think that you the utility of dating apps is like great as like a confidence boost, right? Like when mm-hmm. you're sitting, and I think that's what the vast majority of people use dating apps for mm-hmm. at this point. Unless you're in like a a small town and you're yeah. like, I don't know, maybe like, I'm sorry if this like offends anybody, but maybe like thirty plus. Um, not to say that you're not allowed to have a dating app, you're not allowed to be on a dating app, mm-hmm. but I feel like when you're thirty plus you're more likely to be looking for something a little more longer term mm-hmm. um, on average uh-huh. on average than uh, somebody who's a younger age just you know kind of looking around trying to trying to meet some people for the sake of meeting people yeah so when you have a crush I feel like you might use a dating app I mean it depends on if you're like trying to bang that crush or it's just well, like like this is somebody you're like 
it'd be so lovely if we were to fall in love and have a family with, you know? Yeah. If it's that kind of crush, like fall in love and have a family, then I think you're only using like a Tinder or a dating app as like partially a distraction, especially <laughs> if you haven't made your, if you haven't made your crush aware of your, your uh-huh. crush, um, then you're using it partially as a distraction. Um, but partially as an additional confidence boost that might build you up to the point where you mm-hmm. decide to want to reveal your feelings mm-hmm. to this person that you have the crush on. So, you know, you're going through and just swiping and every every match you get is a confirmation of somebody yeah. that thinks you're attractive. Fuck yeah. You know, over time, that builds, that builds. You're like, you get to the point where I guess you reach whatever fucking number is I don't know people. about that. Because like, uh, I, I've been using internet apps and as you know i have a fat crush on someone right now yes indeed. and i do not use it as a confidence boost at all but, like but use it as a distraction yeah i do use it as a distraction but i'm wondering if that is if that's playing a part of why i'm like viewing dating apps so negatively mm-hmm. or like i'm not having as good a time so am i like not giving it as much as i should because i do have to say this when i do meet up with some people when i talk to some people i have said this before and i've told people i'm like Oh, it was like an okay time. It was like kind of fun, but like, like what fucking gets me every single time? Like, yeah, but it wasn't with the person I wanted to do like this kind of stuff with. So ultimately, I'm just like, what's the fucking point? And just kind of like, uh. I guess maybe it could be kind of like taken as like a space saver almost. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I really like this person; they're my crush. Um, but at the same time, like until I can't, I can be with them. You know, maybe there's the chance that someone else could fill this role for the time being. And, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe, <laughs> maybe our relationship will fall apart when the person <laughs> that I'm looking for finally becomes available, which is kind of fucked. Um, but at the same time, if you're being transparent with all parties involved from the get-go, mm-hmm. then I feel like you're eschewing a, a bit of a, what could become a bigger problem. But, um, I think the lesson here is that Sam should tell the girl he has a crush <laughs> on, that he has a crush on her, 100%. Nah, um, that's, that's, no, that's, uh. That's another thing. <laughs> that is that is another thing. I we we can talk about crushes uh, next time. If we but, talk about, uh, I don't know if I. I feel like I can't talk about my crush because it's like as soon as I talk about my crush, it becomes blaringly obvious who it is. So okay, wait, wait. Have you ever met anybody from a dating app that you think you could fall in love with? It's hard to say. I'm gonna say. Like, I guess, yes, because everyone that I potentially match with, there's the potential of falling in love with. Okay. But, like, it's kind of hard to tell because with a lot of them, I didn't have significant conversations with or I didn't have enough interaction for them to, like, to truly gauge. I see. Because, like, you know, whenever you initially match with someone, you're just, like, seeing the positives in them and the best in them. So, like, you're not seeing all, like, the negatives or, like, the baggage that comes with dating someone yeah and it's just hard to tell and like i feel like even like no matter who you meet no matter how like like long you've hated them or like known someone there's always like i guess some potential of loving them Mm -hmm. it just doesn't you know but it's just I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm rambling shit. <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. It happens. It'd be like that. Love is a complicated topic. It is a very It really, really topic. is. Um, it depends on so many different factors. But I think what we've understood, um, to wrap up, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> is that everybody's experience on a dating app is a bit different. Um, the experience you make, or you can, 
do the your best to like make the most out of your experience and at the end of the day i guess the burden is kind of on you everything will be a reflection of what you want it to be and what you reach for so if you go on a dating app hoping that all the answers will come to you it's not the vibe unless you're a very attractive girl <laughs> everything will definitely or come attractive to you. male i feel like but you just uh, i feel like even for attractive males it's like harder like a, just... a girl can a girl will match with you and uh it'll be easier to get matches and then you could and then you might even you might even get a date purely on your aesthetics like you, the first message you could say is like yo let's go out get a Whoa. drink and then she i would say that there's a good chance if you're if you're hot i feel like there's a good chance a girl will be like yeah okay for sure um same way ted bundy was able to like rape and murder <laughs> a bunch of people you know like cute guys it's just you you want them to be good uh-huh. um so i think like that would help but at the same time i feel like girls are a little more if a girl is going to care at all about you, who you are as a person, like I think it'll become very apparent um, that she may not be interested in you if you don't have a personality. At the same time, I feel like girls who are on Tinder and are like fucking down as fuck to be on Tinder and are like literally just looking for dick will be like, they won't care. Yeah. Like you'll go and you'll have a conversation and they're like, I don't give a shit. Like, let's just, let's go bang. Um, and you'll meet, you'll meet people of every kind, you know, the opportunity is there for everyone. But again, like the experience is like whatever you... Kind of want to make it, unless you're a girl, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I guess that's all we have for today. Hopefully, in the next w- next weekend, lighting should be better, uh, and mm-hmm. we should be able to film at this time. But um, we'll keep we'll catch you on the flip side. Keep it fly, and um, have a good rest of your day. Bye. See you.